0: we have uh, uh, Jim Kelly with us today, and, and I can't uh, tell him how much I appreciate him coming on. And uh, but most of you, um, in fact, all of you know uh, Jim Kelly, great Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame uh, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Took him to four straight Super Bowls. That's uh, that's unmatched. I don't think that'll ever ever happen again. Uh, Jim's from East Brady, PA, down near the Pittsburgh area. And uh, went to University of Miami, and I think uh, Jim Howard Schnellenberger was your, was your coach there.
1: At Miami. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Coach? I'm
0: doing well, buddy. I appreciate you coming on.
1: Well, oh, my and, pleasure. No problem at all. Yeah, Coach Schnellenberger was my coach there, but Lou Saban is the one that uh, recruited me, and I signed, and he was my coach the first year um like you were when i was uh drafted by the buffalo bills and i uh, wind up going to the usfl for a couple of years but uh yeah coach Snell murder was my head coach and earl Morrill, as you well know uh was my quarterback coach so i was blessed to have coaches all yeah. around me that uh that stayed for a long period of time and i was uh able to you know be successful but you know, as you well know it's all about the people you surround yourself with and uh he did a pretty good job bringing three Hall of Famers on my side of the football and, of course, Bruce Smith. That tells you, uh, you know, don't even re- really need to go into that one because uh, he's one of the greatest that ever played that position. So, yeah, I've uh, I've been very blessed. Well,
0: uh, you have and you've blessed other people, my friend. But uh, uh, at Miami, great, great career at Miami. Uh, Miami University, Miami Hall of Fame. And the 83 draft, which was considered – by many, and still considered by many, the the best ever quarterback draft. Uh, John Elway, Jim Kelly, uh, my, my goodness, it just it goes on and on there. But there were about Dan six Marino, Dan Marino, a
1: pretty good job.
0: Yep, Dan Marino, Blackwell, Eason. Uh, but uh, at any rate, the uh, the quarterback uh, position was uh, was something of real real value in 1983. And we drafted uh, we drafted Jim Kelly. That was a no-brainer. I tell you, the no-brainer drafts uh, that we had. You might get a uh, somewhat of a kick out of this, Jim, uh, or you and and Bruce Smith for sure. Um, th- th- those were no-brainers. Uh, great players, good people, uh, people you wanted to have on your on your football team. Uh, but of interest, I had. Uh, uh, how we ended up with Andre Reed. Uh As you know, Andre was not drafted high, and people were shocked when we drafted him as high as we did. I think we drafted him uh, maybe late late third or fourth round. But uh, in the draft room uh, that day, I really liked Andre Reed. I felt like he was going to be a hidden jewel, somebody that was going to uh, give us the tough catch and, and uh sharp sharp guy I liked him when he came up for a meeting and and so on anyway um uh, Ralph very seldom interfered with the uh, with any draft but I remember Ralph making a uh, a statement in the draft room that day he says uh oh uses used a word we can't use on the radio right now but he said uh <laughs> We could have drafted that guy in the 12th round if we had 12 rounds, or we could have gotten him as a free agent. Nobody's going to draft him from Coonstown State, uh, but we went ahead and pulled the trigger on him, and it was a good trigger because uh, Andre was uh, was certainly a heck of a heck of a player. Well, and, and, what you,
1: yeah. I, 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 the thing is, I appreciate what you did because as most people know, Andre became my number one weapon and uh, broke all the Bills' records, and also. And I was a pro football hall of Famer. so yeah, that was uh that was you did a pretty good job of drafting people that would turn around being not only great people but you know great players and uh I've been very blessed like as I said before coach to have good people around me and what the Bills did to surround me with the quality people that was so important from there to Ken Hall coming from u s f l with me. Uh, being Mike Center for every snap, he made a major impact on my career. So did a guy like Ted Marksabrota, who was a coach who was yeah. an awesome play caller. But he allowed me to call my own play. But he gave me the good tutelage that I needed during the course of the week to prepare me for the upcoming game. So, as I've said before, I've been very blessed to be around a lot of great people.
0: Well, and and you've you've done a heck of a job for that, uh, for that franchise. All they have to do is look at the... Uh, years leading up to and uh, the years since, but uh, we won't uh, we won't get into that right now. I do have to uh, I do want to bring up uh, one thing for our audience out there. I'm sure most of them are aware, and we'll get the unpleasant things out of the way here and just concentrate on what's going on. But uh, I tell you, when people, it's it's still something that people use quite often up around the Buffalo area and other areas, and it's called Kelly Tough. And uh, I tell you what, if anything ever uh, hit the mark, it's it's that Kelly Tough statement. Uh, cancer. He's uh, Jim. You've been through uh, number of number of times now. Number of a couple of two or three surgeries. Think you have it licked, and uh, then have to go back. Uh, but you get it back in remission, and, and thankfully, right now you're in great great shape. Which is which is just something we're all thankful for, and uh, and then have to also live through the death of a son. Um, I tell you, you've uh, you really you really had it, you know, you've really had it tough, and you've been able to not only come through it, uh, but come through it with uh, uh, with with hope for other people and showing other people a way to uh, take on adversity adversity in life.
1: Well, that's what, you know, as we all well know, that that's what's about. You know what, I've been brought up in a family of six boys. I had mother and father who really cared a lot about us, uh, taught us the ropes. And, of course, uh, when you grow up with six boys, uh, you learn to be tough. And that's what my daughter's telling me. But I think it really came out is when I saw my son, who was born on my birthday, Valentine's Day, and all the dreams I had as a as a father to you know teach him all the sports go so fishing and hunting and all those things but unfortunately the good lord had different plans for me and yeah i can go on and on and all the stuff that's happened to me in my life uh a lot a lot of not a lot of pleasant things but you know what it's uh who you surround yourself with the attitude people have around you and i've always been blessed i live by the four f number one is my faith in the good lord that you know, he has plans for me down the road. And early on, yeah, I was one of those guys. Why me? Why me? And looking say, I know I've done screwed up a few times in my life. But really, cancer now, after Super Bowls, after a son, after neck surgery, back surgery, all the things I've been through. But you know what? As I focus and as you look around, I understand why he's doing it. So. For me, you know, the faith is definitely number one. My family have always been there. Never once I ever, you know, walked in my room when I was going through my cancer three times and had a frown on their face. They walked in with an attitude that they're going to make my day better by what they said, how they acted, and the look they had on their face. And, you know, I've been blessed to have great friends, Coach. I mean, um, you, you know, people like you and people like Bruce and Thurman and all my buddies here in Western New York and and then the fans. Uh, the last F on that whole thing is fans. The people that I've gotten emails and big cardboard, you know, things signed by you know 150, 200 people, Patriots fans, Dolphin fans. And you're like, really? You got your guys are pulling for me. <laughs> so those things make me laugh. As I travel the country and I speak all the time. That's what I do for a living now. I even though my speech is not 100%. Yep, I still have some procedures to go through in the next two, three months. But that's what I do. I try to make the, you know, inspire people to never give up, to keep pushing along, and surround themselves with good quality people. And I came up with a saying that goes, "Make a difference today for someone fighting for their tomorrow." Because there's so many people out there that are struggling, uh, you know, to make it to the next day. But that smile, that hug that you give will make them understand that there's so many people out there that have a lot worse. Keep fighting, never give up.
0: Oh that's so true Jim and and uh, we we wish you the very very best at, and uh, there may be some people out there that if you do want uh someone to come demonstrate the toughness and the loyalty in this world uh have Jim Kelly come uh, speak to your group it's uh it'll be uh be rewarding for you you know talk about Kelly tough uh Jim I remember very well, the phrase that was always used with you when we were debating uh, people in the draft was, uh, if you draft uh, Jim Kelly, it's like drafting a linebacker at quarterback. And in fact, a lot of people don't realize that you were offered a scholarship out of high school to Penn State University as a linebacker, not a quarterback.
1: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was was recruited more by by being a quarterback, but there's a lot of teams out there wanting me as a linebacker. Penn State is where I thought I was going to go as a quarterback. (laughs) And unfortunately, they signed two All-State guys, and they told me, we'll give you a full ride, but there's a linebacker. And I said, thanks, but no thanks. And uh, ironically, uh, my first start I ever made as a freshman quarterback was against Penn State at Penn State when Howard Schnellenberger told me four hours before the game that I was starting, the first thing I did was I went to the bathroom and I threw up for like 20 minutes. I was so nervous and wind up beating them. We beat them 26 to 10 that day. And my first four starts as a college quarterback. And I came from a little small town in Pennsylvania called East Brady. I only had, I think 800 in my hometown, 28 on my football team. And I think 65 in my graduating class. And, my first four starts was against Penn State, Alabama, Notre Dame, and Florida. So it was welcome to big-time NCAA football, you East Brady Bulldogs. So uh, that's where I started out, and uh, I'm just very blessed again to have, you know, quality people around me, Coach.
0: Well, yeah, that, that's quite a that's quite a story. I had no idea you opened up that way as, as a freshman. Yeah, my you know, first start
1: ever, and the thing mm-hmm. is, Coach only told me four hours before the game. He came down to the pregame meal and tapped me He said, Son, I need to speak with you. And I'm thinking, Oh, no, what did I do wrong? I did something wrong because his voice is like a sergeant.
0: Yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking,
1: Okay. And then I was thinking as I walked with him, like I didn't do anything wrong. What the heck? What do you want me for? And then he tells me, We're <laughs> starting you today, son. I came up. I knew you deserved the opportunity, and uh, get ready to start. And I'm like, oh! And, of course, as I said, I went off and threw up. But uh, it, it was a good start of a great college career. It didn't end real well because I pulled my shoulder out, as you well know, Coach. And they told me i would never play football again. But um, you, you had confidence in me to draft in the first round, and the rest is history.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, uh certainly that's you you've got just an unbelievable story my friend. Listen, I want to jump to you real quick here and then I'm going to ask you if you'll uh stay on while we take a break. I want to get one question in here before the break and then uh move to a couple of other uh questions if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, and
1: it's going to have to be real it's going to be real quick cuz I got uh, I got another interview coming up and uh I just got I don't mean to cut, but I got about another 4 minutes.
0: Well, is that all you got? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, well, I understand. Listen, um, uh, quick, your, your Buffalo situation there, and everybody uh, uh, knows this uh, quarterback there, the The, the kid that got can throw the heck out of the football. Uh, what, what do you think it looks like, and in, in particular in the AFC East, uh, Jim?
1: Well, Josh Allen is our quarterback now. Uh, I think everybody saw the potential he had last year, the athletic ability he had. I just got to make sure that they surround him with some good quality uh, offensive linemen. As you know, Coach, that's where it starts. I mean, it starts with the quarterback. But you got to protect your quarterback. And uh, he, I think, is very, very special. And as long as he understands that there's times where you can go for that first time, times where you need to slide, when you need you on the field, we don't need you on the sidelines because you hurt your shoulder, hurt your knee. I have a lot of confidence in him. I think he's going to be a really good one. But until somebody steps up and beats the New England Patriots, uh, we're not going anywhere because Tom Brady is the goat. He's the goat to ever player, position, and uh, I just hope that uh, some teams knock him off. He's a very good friend of mine. He's earned the right to be the goat, and uh, but until we knock off the Patriots, uh, nobody's going very far.
0: I would agree with you, my friend. I certainly would. Uh- After uh, real quick on the young quarterbacks around the league right now, which is the talk of most of the uh, you know sports talk shows and so on, how would you how would you rate the top five or six young quarterbacks in the
1: league right now? There's some there's some pretty good ones. Now you're messing with my brain. Now my memory's not that good. I I just know the one guy that I probably would put at the top is is Patrick Mahomes. Um, Andrew Luck's pretty good. Uh, and definitely Josh Allen, uh, the guy that plays for the Bills. I'd say those three. I mean, you've got the guy um, from uh, Houston that's uh, pretty good and a couple others. But I'd say those three definitely my top five. And uh, they got some good people on there. He's got good systems. But I think Patrick Mahomes uh, right now probably because of what he was able to accomplish last year as a young kid. Uh, and I coached him also in the Pro Bowl. I was uh, – honorary quarterback coach and captain for last year's pro bowl. So I saw what he can do and, and and being able to watch him Andrew Luck. And I think it just goes to show we got some good talented people on the AFC side. And I think those guys, Tom Brady is always going to be one of the the best and if not the best, but young guys, I say Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen and Andrew Luck I'd put probably at the top.
0: Right. I understand it. One more quick question. I'll let you go. Uh, just the NFL overall after free agency and the draft, who who do you see as being the? Uh, I hate to use the but uh, the cream of the crop, the first two or three, four players, whether it be AFC or NFC. Well, I
1: was kind of happy. I mean, I don't to be honest with you, I don't follow it that much. I have so much going on in my life with my son's foundation, with Kelly for kids, and you know, two daughters, both of them in college, one in law school, and I really don't have a lot of time to figure out Murray. uh, Tyler Murray, I think, is a heck of an athlete. Time will only tell. I think uh, he brings a lot of excitement to everybody. What we needed on our team was a guy like Ed Oliver, the guy that we drafted, a big guy, explosive, um, to get to the quarterback, to stop the run. That's what we needed. And there's some good quality wide receivers out there, too, so. I think what we needed on our team, we got. So we shall see down the road how it pans out. You never know; they do look good on paper, as you know, Coach. But it depends on what you can do once you get out on that football field.
0: You bet, Jim. Listen, I've taken uh, a lot of your time. I appreciate it, my friend. And uh, all the best to you. We we appreciate you By very much,
1: Coach. It's my pleasure. I love you, man. And uh, uh, you give me a shout anytime. Sometime during the season, we're gonna have to do something uh, when uh, the season starts.
0: Yeah, let's let's do it. Thank you, Jim.
1: All right, buddy. You have a good one. God
0: bless. Same here.